Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful future exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life, and for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topic and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. Today we're interviewing the CEO of a national cybersecurity company that is a collective of cybersecurity agents who protect your privacy and defend against cybersecurity attacks. We're going to hear about his company in a minute, but first I'd like to thank our show sponsors, Sunbelt Business Advisors and JAK CPAs. Many business owners planning a business transition often feel overwhelmed and don't know where to start. I'm Kyla Hansen, a partner at JAK CPAs. We can guide you to make sense of the numbers and the tax pieces of your transition. Leaving your business successfully takes time, so contact us today to discuss your situation. Visit our website at www.jakcpa.com. You give your business everything, but now you have a decision to make. Should you grow or go? Every business owner will exit their business someday. It's a big personal and financial decision. The best business owners know what their business is worth, and they know their options. Sunbelt Business Advisors can help you understand what your business is worth now and how to net the most when you sell. And if your business isn't ready for sale, we will show you how to get it ready. Here's the best part. Sunbelt gets paid when you get paid at the closing table. And if you aren't ready to exit your business right now, but you want to know what your company is worth, Sunbelt will meet with you for no charge, no cost, no commitment, absolutely confidentially. So whether you're ready to go or still working on your grow, meet with Sunbelt now. The world's largest business brokerage firm is ready to help you. Call 612-455-0880. 612-455-0880. That's 612-455-0880. Or go to sunbeltminnesota.com. sunbeltminnesota.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today with Tyler Olson, CEO of Shield Cybersecurity Academy. Tyler, welcome to Poised for Exit. I'm so excited that you could be with us today. There's so much to talk about with cybersecurity. Thank you for having me on the show, Julie. This is so fun. Looking forward to this episode. Absolutely. And before we get into all our questions, because I have so many for you, um, I want to hear a little bit about you, like how you got your start. Share with us a little bit about your background. I've been a serial entrepreneur since I was a kid. I was lucky where I had a father who's an entrepreneur, and I was up at the cabin, and I'm 12 years old, (laughs) and the family next door says, we need a teenager to fix our computer. (laughs) It was my first sales objection in life. And I said, well, I'm not a teenager yet, but I'm sure I can fix your computer. (laughs) And so I went over and I fixed it up and they said, well, what do we owe you? Well, I've never been paid before. Well, what do you want? I like brownies. So the first time I got paid as an entrepreneur was in brownies up at the cabin at 12. Nice. And through middle school, high school, I had a digital photography business back when nobody had digital cameras. I'd go to Valentine's dances and proms and golf charity tournaments, mm. print off pictures, sell them for $5, make 500 at a night in middle school, which was a lot of money back then. Really? And then in college, I, had, I focused on the IT business further. Mm. So I grew that to about 10 uh, technicians fixing computers across the Twin Cities, similar to a Geek Squad type service. And uh, sold that company when I was 23 years old uh, to start up a new venture in the social media marketing space. And I was running that for a company for about 10 years. 
uh, just hired a new CEO to take over about a year and a half, almost two years ago now. And she's doing a great job helping increase the revenue, increase the profitability. Uh, I'm still on the board, an owner in the company. And uh, it's been a great way to personally exit, mm-hmm. you know, that company to work on new ventures. Mm-hmm. As a serial entrepreneur personality type, I just enjoy starting new companies. And so I've had an Airbnb business for four or five years, and now I'm focused on the Cybersecurity Academy because hackers are winning the cyber war. It's something I'm very passionate about. Well, let's talk about that. Um, I went through your website and noticed that you have a lot of courses that you offer, uh, educating people in cybersecurity, which, of course, is constantly changing because as soon as we have our security measures set up, they figured out a way to hack them. Tell us about the inspiration you had around setting that business up. Thank you uh, for that question. When I was actually 22 years old, with the IT business. My largest project at the time was actually working for the Norm Coleman campaign when he was going against Al Franken. Mm. This is the 2008, 2009 timeframe, you know, a highly contested election back in those years. And there was a data breach and I was on the team that discovered this data breach. And I call my attorney, you know, I'm owning the business that's doing a lot of the tech work, the web, social media, IT work for the Norm Coleman campaign. And my attorney says, I think you got to call the police, you know, to report a potential data theft. Wow. And so I call the police and the police say, you probably should call the FBI. This is outside our jurisdiction. So I call the FBI. The FBI says the Secret Service is going to show up at your office soon. I'm 22 years old, high stress point in life. Wow. Learned a lot about cybersecurity in a very short period of time. I bet you did. And always wanted to jump into that space. Mm. At that time, I already had plans to start the social media company, so I couldn't then. Mm -hmm. But it's been something I've been thinking about in the back of my mind and finally have that opportunity to help people learn and implement the basics of cybersecurity. What's fascinating to me is 95% of data breaches, whether it's the target data breach from a few years ago here in the Twin Cities to really almost any data breach you hear about in the news, 95% of those data breaches are caused by an average person doing the basics poorly. Mm -hmm. The concepts that we've heard about before, having unique passwords for every one of our accounts. We all know we should do that now, but how many of us have actually done that? Mm -hmm. The majority of people haven't, and they haven't because it's hard and it's time consuming. And so I thought, this sounds like an interesting problem to solve. All of my businesses have been in technology. They've all been around the education or consulting around technology. Mm -hmm. And this is something that's really important these days. So I'm excited to have that opportunity to help people do something that's hard and time consuming, but really important. Super important. I've been um, hacked a couple times myself. So I, I, I firmly believe in that two-step authorization and all of those other new things. They're not really new, but a lot of people don't even have them set up yet, and we need to have that done, which kind of brings me to my next question with regard to business owners. As you know, I'm a certified exit planner. A lot of the show content is kind of focused on building value in a business so that it can be sold someday, right? We want right. transferable businesses, which takes time. Part of, of building value in a business is having it be secure, and cybersecurity is paramount. So speak to that for a minute. I find with any company, you know, I've studied how valuations and businesses work. Mm-hmm. You know, I've sold one company. We're uh, planning all of my businesses towards an exit at some point in the future. And I think about, you know, a, a, a purchasing, an acquiring company. 
wants to make sure there's low risk, high return. Mm-hmm. And cybersecurity these days is a potential very high risk. And I think about whether it's having uh, in, uh, clear contracts with all my employees, having long-term contracts with my, my clients. All of these things are important to the valuation. But if you've got poor cyber hygiene, right. all of that can be stolen. I've, there's so many stories. I was talking to a, a ketchup, a company that makes manufacturers ketchup, and, or, or something similar to ketchup. And, you know, they have uh, a secret formula that if it's stolen, you know, their, their, their value in their company quickly mm-hmm. diminishes. Right. If the employee's personal information is stolen, there's a large threat there. Mm-hmm. If financially, if, if, if money is stolen out of the account or what happens most frequently is either uh, vendors or clients are told to wire money in a different direction yep. and money is stolen. There are real financial consequences to this. And frequently, cyber insurance doesn't cover that. Yes. And it creates enormous expenses that and risk and future risk that changes valuations and exits. Yeah, business email compromise is a big business out there, isn't it? It's huge. Yeah, I, I, I heard not too long ago, um, I went to an event when we were still meeting in person. <laughs> The speaker was FBI agent from the Twin Cities talking about business email compromise being that, you know, going to grow and, you know, the average ransom in the Twin Cities is somewhere around $160,000. And this was almost two years ago. So I can't imagine what it is right now. What are some of the most common mistakes that you see business owners make when it comes to cybersecurity? I see a lot of business owners want to either not care about it and go, ah, it won't be that big of a deal. Mm. I see a lot of business owners think cyber insurance will just pay out. That'll be fine. Yes. And I mm. see some business owners say, well, I'll just delegate that to somebody else. In reality, because 95% of data breaches are caused by an individual doing the basics poorly, and oh, by the way, the business owner has access to the most information, the most financial opportunity for hackers, they're the ones who are most likely to be attacked. And frequently, it's the CEO, the business owner, mm-hmm. who's targeted the hardest. Yeah. And, you know, I find that cyber insurance policies rarely pay out. I find that, you know, those business owners who try to delegate it, they miss so much of the opportunity to reduce the risk in the organization. And those who choose not to do anything, frankly, I just get sad thinking about, you know, it, the FBI estimates that nearly 100% of companies in America have been breached. There's this great quote from Robert mm-hmm. Mueller, who we all know now, but was FBI director way back when. Mm-hmm. His quote is, there are two kinds of companies in America, those that have been breached and those that don't realize they've been breached yet. Wow. But everybody's been breached. Wow. So what can entrepreneurs do to protect themselves? There are many things that an entrepreneur can do to protect him or herself, their business, I find that really focusing on the basics and making sure that every single person on the team not only knows the basics, has fully implemented the basics, and is willing and able to be an advocate for the basics, because that is the cause of 95% of all data breaches we hear about, you know, 
Mm-hmm. It, it, it is having unique, complex passwords. It's having multi-factor authentica- uh, authentication. It's having encryption on all your devices. And some people think, I don't know if my computer's encrypted or not. Well, in our program, we show people how to find out mm-hmm. if their mobile device, if their computer's encrypted, if it's stolen, everything on it could be accessible, Right. We talk about you know, now with everybody working from home due to COVID, people's home wireless routers are now a part of the corporate network. The FBI estimates that something like 70% of home wireless routers have not had their default passwords changed, and nearly 100% that haven't had the default password changed have been breached. Yeah. And literally anything could become accessible. Mm. We talk about the importance of VPNs you know, what it is, and even if your company doesn't supply one, why it's important for you to have one personally. Those, those concepts, if people implement just a few behaviors mm-hmm. well, it changes the ball game for yeah. the risk of the organization. Absolutely. So when we're talking about solving some of these problems, tell us how Shield accomplishes that. What, what, are, what are some of your offerings? What are you doing to help remedy these issues? When I studied this space, the, the security awareness industry, almost every company out there does a, a two-hour e-learning and potentially they do monthly phishing emails. And, and so they try to they send you an email, they send every employee an email to see if they click on bad links. They report what percentage click on bad links and who does that and if it's getting better. Well, that's just one element right. of cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I I have a problem with that because there are so many other elements that are important right. to reducing that risk. And when an entrepreneur or business owner is thinking about an exit, you know, uh, a friend of mine just had an exit this past week. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's an amount of money in his in his bank account that could be stolen if his passwords aren't unique and <laughs> I mean, even mm-hmm. people I know who are close to me say, well, you know, I've got all my banking passwords the same and I've got, you know, all my n- passwords that don't matter the same. And it's like, all right, well, that wouldn't be hard to, to attack you. And and he, I was meeting with somebody the other day. I've got so many stories and I get so passionate I about I bet this. you do. Keep telling them. Yeah, we got a couple more minutes. I, I was sitting with somebody the other day and he was describing to me his password philosophy of how he chooses his passwords for his bank accounts and how he chooses, you know, the passwords for the the email accounts. Mm. And I said to him, do you realize you met me 15 minutes ago? How much about me do you know? And you, I don't know your passwords, but you described to me how I can figure them out. And you met me 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Wow. Think about that risk by itself. Mm-hmm. And he's a successful business owner who's had an exit or two in his past. Mm. And, it's it's really important to get this solved. And, and, and so S.H.I.E.L.D. focuses on not only helping people understand the whys, we walk people through all of the steps to fully implement the basics. So our course is longer than mm-hmm. almost any course out there. Mm-hmm. It's more thorough to help people implement it. And then we work towards inspiring people to become advocates. Mm-hmm. And that is what actually changes behavior in organizations. It helps create uh, more advocacy, and that's what we want to help solve this important problem. So then does that mean when you've gone through a company and you've helped them to implement these changes, 
Is there someone designated on the inside then to continue to monitor to make sure people are following and answer questions, things like that? Or So our program also monitors. Okay. Uh, yes. There's always somebody internally who takes on the responsibility of this. Mm-hmm. And then our program does ongoing assessments to see if people have implemented everything. And if people haven't, who and which parts? You know, there might be a particular organization that has weakness in a particular category. Well, we let them know through ongoing assessments. And we can know if people's passwords are mostly unique, all unique, or hardly unique at all, you know, and, and mostly the same. Mm-hmm. And, and th- that actually helps CEOs, CFOs, CTOs understand the risk within their organization uh, versus anything else, uh, any other security awareness training program in the marketplace today. Well, this has been amazing, and there's so much more that we could be talking about. But I just have one more question for you before we get to our key takeaways. Who's your ideal client? Great question. We we find that most of the enterprises have a, a custom-built solution internally already. We find that businesses that only have a few employees may not be willing to take the time about with this yet. and. Sure. They may not have realized they've been breached yet, but mm. companies that are, you know, approaching fifty employees to five hundred, maybe into the couple thousand employees, they typically have either no solution in place today, mm-hmm. or a weak solution in place today, and have realized that data breaches are important. Mm. And so uh, we work towards. Uh, we find that companies. Business owners, CFOs, CTOs, who recognize this as an important issue, recognize that the current solution they may have isn't solving the problem, actually, mm-hmm. and want to solve it. Uh, we help them with that. Excellent. So if we were going to share a couple of key takeaways, things that people could do who are listening, action items that they could they could do right away, what would they be? Most people, I find don't prioritize this. And as you've likely experienced, simply putting something on your schedule, whenever it is, even if it's a month out, if you block a half a day or a day and say, you know what, this is the day I'm going to focus on changing all my passwords, making them all unique and thinking about multi-factor authentication and just playing with it, practicing it, getting used to the new habits and behaviors that are required for that. You know, going through a checklist, we provide a checklist of here are the things that are important. Excellent. And, um, you know, help cover those bases or at least be aware of where are your weak points and figure out when on the calendar they can be fixed. So this checklist that you refer to, is that Mm -hmm. something that people can just download from your website? We are having an updated version come on our website. We've had it for only paying clients in the past, Mm -hmm. but I want to provide a free version here soon. Okay, well, good. So by the time this publishes, it should be live. Fantastic. And so that leads me to my last question then, Tyler. How best can people reach you and your company? Great. Our company web address is shield, spelled S-H-Y-L-D, dot academy. Shield dot academy. There's no dot com. Mm -hmm. Uh, My email address is tolson, and it's the Swedish version of Olson, so it's an O-N, T-O-L-S-O-N. Wonderful at shield.academy. I would love to help you out as you think about uh, uh, 
exiting your company in the future, wherever you're at in that process, Mm -hmm. you have built value in your organization. Exactly. Don't you want to protect it? We got to protect that nest egg, that intellectual property, that um, all that information that's in our database and and everywhere else, right? Mm -hmm. We want to poise people for exit. Exactly. Well, Tyler, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. I sure appreciate having you here. Fantastic content. For our listeners, this episode will be available as usual for download on the Poised for Exit website at poisedforexit.com, where you can also order a copy of my book, Poised for Exit, and it's available on Kindle just this week. So the week of January 4th, we have it available for 99 cents on e- uh, for the ebook on Amazon. I bought it. Awesome. Fantastic. Please do share this program with your business owner, colleagues, and friends. We appreciate your reviews, and thank you for subscribing. If you haven't done that yet, you can do that on any major podcast platform. Thanks again, and join us next time.